0: Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Javen. I'm an international online health and fitness coach and if you want to increase your confidence, improve your self-development and have a bulletproof mindset, this is the podcast for you. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe depending on whatever podcast app you are using. Today's episode is going to be amazing, I can't wait to get into it, let's go. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Jav and today guys, we are gonna discuss life after sports, man. And this is one that is really, really important to me, especially as someone who played football at a decent level as a kid and then moving to the States and playing college sports. I was an NCAA D1 athlete, uh, won the championship. So I got, I got that to my name and I played for 10 years at Crystal Palace Football Club. I was in the academy from ages eight to 18 going full-time at the age of 16. So I'd been in full-time sports from the age of 16 to about 23. So for me, life after sports has definitely been a transition, but going to America definitely made it a lot easier. There are a few things I want to touch on, and I really want to dive into this. So if you're someone who's played sport at a decent level, you've competed at a high level in whatever sport you play in, then I do think that you're going to find this particular episode really interesting. So like where do we start? And for me the big place to start is actually understanding yourself and working out that you are more than just your sport and for me that was definitely a transition in itself. Going from playing football every day, being known as Javenda footballer before I was even Javenda person was quite a transition in itself and it was it's not difficult but it was weird. When I didn't get my professional contract at Crystal Palace when i was 18 that changed my trajectory it changed how i viewed football as a sport i was in a not i wasn't i wasn't i wouldn't say i was in a dark place but i was in a place where i didn't necessarily care about playing sports i didn't care about football enough to be like okay i'm going to do this for the rest of my life going to america was a completely different ball game and if I talk about the actual experience and what led up to me actually deciding, okay, I'm going to move away. When I got let go by Palace, I actually had a torn meniscus. So I was due to get surgery. At that time, I was still trialing at other, other clubs. So I was trying to get a professional contract. I went to about maybe four or five different clubs. I won't name names, but I went to clubs and I was scoring goals with half a knee. I didn't have a knee. I promise you on my life, every trial I went to, I scored. But then every manager, every academy director or whatever, they'd be like, they don't have a budget. So in my mind, I'm thinking, why are you, why are you taking me on trial if you don't have a budget? Like, I've got to get paid. What do you expect me to live on? Shillings. So that was obviously a frustrating time. And the surgery was creeping up. Eventually, I had the surgery in the summer, the summer of 2014, I believe it was. The surgery was, they said it was going to be about eight week recovery. I had a trial with Yeovil Yo- first team at the time they were in League One. I had the trial in seven weeks. <laughs> so obviously I'm in the gym every day. Shout out to the Crystal Palace physios. They let me do the recovery there. I was in the gym every day, just trying to get back, trying to get back, trying to get back. I went to the trial with the first team. This is the first time I'd been on a trial with a, a men's first team as well. and My knee was like a balloon. Ability wise, I, I personally didn't think that they were all that great, but I couldn't keep up. Like, I could keep up when it came to like the possession drills and stuff like that, but my knee was just not cooperating. It was like a balloon. Obviously, I'd come back way too soon. So I didn't get a deal there. I didn't get a contract there. I did score in the in the training game, obviously. I've scored at every trial I went to at the time. <laughs> but I didn't get a deal there. And at the time, I wasn't even that upset because I was just like, you know what, this, this isn't right. I'm not in the right space to do this anyway. I got into a slight position of feeling a little bit like, this dream that I had as a kid was never going to happen and that's fine. It wasn't going to happen anyway. So I kind of accepted it. And I just stopped, I kept looking after myself in the gym, but I just was like, well, I'm just going to wait basically. And there's a million kids that probably have the same story. That was probably the closest time I could ever say I felt like I didn't have a drive or a purpose. So I'd be in bed all day. I wasn't doing anything. I had no real structure. I wasn't getting paid anymore through football, so it was just like, what the hell am I doing? Um, And my knee was just blowing up. It was like constantly blowing up, blowing up. Then one day I got a call from a coach. He's like, yo, let's go. You can go to America. You get a degree. You've always been smart. Um, I think it would be a good move for you. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I went. I went. Literally, I made the decision. I went about four or five months later after I made the decision because I had to wait because the semester was actually over when I decided to go do it. So... I ended up going in the second semester and I didn't actually start a full academic year. So I went out there and I played full-time football or soccer, if you want to call it that, for the the next four and a half years, which was honestly, it might have not have been the best football-wise, but it was like the best life experience I probably could have asked for because I didn't care about football anymore. I cared about my sport, but I didn't really care. I cared about me as a person more than I cared about football. I cared about what was the next steps after football? And I learned so much outside of just football. And that's the problem with a lot of kids in the UK is that all they think about is football and when they don't make it, they don't know what to do next. They fall out of love with the sport. They fall out of love with life in general. Going to America made me really love life and think about other things except for football. It, it kept me really open-minded. I'm not going to talk about my college sports experience. I'm kind of just going to skip to the end because that's what this podcast is going to be about. At the end now, so four and a half years of of college in America in the states and you know training every single day to be honest they call you a student athlete but the reality is you're an athlete before you're a student they're both important but i, I personally feel like you your athletic um, endeavors were so important and all the traveling you had to do it, it was manic so i did all of that and it was it was amazing a great experience but when it's over it's over and it hits you it hits you like a ton of bricks you no longer have a team to play with. You no longer have your guys pushing you in the gym. You no longer have your guys pushing you when you're doing running and you know you hate running. You don't have to really care about what you eat anymore. Like All these little things were taking place. Now, for you to overcome this, and for me, it didn't really take me that long to really get used to it, but... I had to understand very, very quickly that I am more than just my sport. And there's a lot of friends that I have in America that when they stop playing sports, they kind of just, they don't they lose their lust for life almost. It's like they they lose that energy and and everything kind of just goes out the window. But I think it is really, really critical. And it's really important that you recognize that you are more than just your sport. And that's a really, really big thing. The next thing is actually creating an identity outside of your sport. And that was one thing that I wish I had... Sort of understood a bit earlier when I was like 16, 17, Because if I was just a bit more open minded and I just started doing other things outside of just football, I could only imagine where I'd be now. I mean, I'm in a go. I'm in an okay place now. I'm happy. I w- I could be happier, but I'm happy. But if I just kind of had that shift in my mind, like yo, like I could do more, I would be in a much better place even now. So even though when I have kids one day, I'm gonna tell them, yo, you gotta play sports. Trust me. I'm going to make sure they're doing more than just sports. And this kind of goes hand in hand, but it's important that you learn to enjoy new things. And that is one thing that I never thought I would be able to do. I never played any other sport. I played one sport for the whole of my life. Um, I didn't do anything else. I just played football and went to school. I played football, go to school. And when I was done going to school, I went football full time and that was it. I never did anything else. So I actually had to actively learn how to enjoy new things. And that is really, really critical. So if you're someone young listening to this or you're old, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, you need to start to learn how to enjoy new things because that will help you overcome that kind of gap that, that not playing sports leaves in your life. The next thing is actually to stay open-minded. You need to stay open-minded because what I realised is I had friends that were doing things that maybe I thought was a little bit different or a little bit out there, um, not quite me. Not for that doesn't suit my personality, but actually, I regret not just being a bit more open minded and just trying new things because I, you never you never know where it's going to take you, and you'll be very very surprised about about where it can take you. So I definitely say be open minded, do other things, and and be with friends, be with people who do different things. Don't just be with your teammates all the time. Like be open minded to kind of explore other avenues. And another thing, and this, this is actually probably one of the most important things, is study. And I don't mean study like schoolwork. I mean, study other things. I picked up a book. I started reading about financial stuff. I started reading about business. I started reading about psychology. I couldn't tell you. I've probably read over 20, 30 books in the last two, two or three years. I try to read as much as I can. It's just something that I find, even though I've never been a fan of reading, it's just something I feel like is so important. And... Another thing is I didn't just study other things in life. I was also studying myself, you know. I was looking at my past behaviours and my past attitudes and where I may have went wrong in life and as a human being. Um, Relationships, not with women, but with friends too. And also with coaches and associates. Like, how do I treat people? And anybody who knows me on a personal level, they know I'm a very, well, I was a very arrogant kid. Um, I'm still arrogant now to a degree, but I was very dismissive of people. I wasn't the best person to talk to and probably still not the best person to talk to now I'm quite difficult as a human being but I was much worse when I was younger I'm very hard-headed I'm still hard-headed now but I was like at least now I'm more aware of my flaws and I'm okay with my flaws before I was just I was just lawless I was very lawless but in a nice way because I was always controlled I was always cordial with people I was always nice but you know I was very I'm very opinionated person so studying yourself is actually important because When you're in a team environment, you kind of just do whatever. You do whatever you want. You fit in with your teammates. You're you're a good person. You do what you have to do. But you never really get that time to deep dive into who you are as a person. So I do think studying yourself is actually quite critical. The next thing is actually still play your sport. And this is one thing that I recently discovered. Is I tried to stop playing because I just felt like I wasn't really getting that enjoyment anymore. I didn't want to do this anymore. Like It was just not really for me. And... I realised actually, no, that's not going to work because I still love playing, even if it's just for fun. So my advice is definitely continue playing your sport, even for fun. So even if you're playing for fun, just do it. Trust me, you are going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. It's, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. So continue to play your sport, even just for fun. And that's also going to keep you fit, which ties into my final point. So many former athletes put on weight and I did the same exact thing. No, I didn't get fat because I was still in the gym, but I still put, in, put on weight. And the reason I put on weight is because I was actually eating the same, but obviously training a lot less. When I was playing sports, I was easily burning anywhere from 2,000 calories to 3,000 calories per day. I was running so much. Team workouts, sprints, actually training twice a day sometimes. Now it just turned into going to the gym once a day in the morning to lift weights. And anyone who does proper weightlifting, it's usually quite slow, um you're not your heart rate isn't going up that much. So my diet obviously needed to change, but it didn't change because I was still eating the same. I was still packing on the calories, and all those extra calories have to go somewhere. They just went to my muscles. I just got really I didn't get massive, but I gained ten pounds when I left college, and I moved back to London, which is crazy. And actually, from the time I went from Crystal Palace to America and came back, which is about a five year cycle. I gained about 10 kilos. I left England at around 82 kilos. I came back to England around 92 kilos. Obviously, I got older as well, so my body just naturally held on to uh, more weight. I went from an 18-year-old kid to a 24-year-old man. Obviously, I'm going to naturally gain, gain some size there. But it's quite interesting that in 10 years, I gained 10 kilos. I mean, in six years, I gained 10 kilos. So stay in the gym, man. Don't lose your shape. I promise you, staying in the gym and trying to... It doesn't even matter if you put on weight. I don't really care about the weight. And I always tell people, don't worry about the weight. But if you stay in the gym, you will not lose your shape. I got not lucky, but I benefited that I was still going to the gym and lifting weight. So even if I put on weight, it was mainly muscle mass. I was still quite lean. I just got a bit bulkier. A lot of people and a lot of people, a lot of athletes, they don't actually like going to the gym. You've got two type of athletes. You've got some athletes that they go to the gym just so that they can compete better on the field. And you've got some athletes that love going to the gym because they love competing and it's, it goes hand in hand. If you're an athlete that you only go to the gym because it helps you on the field, you are probably gonna fall off the gym bandwagon as soon as you stop playing sports, which means you're more likely to get, gain that 10 pounds, but that 10 pounds is probably gonna be fat. Whereas me, I love both. So my 10 pounds was probably, majority of it was probably a bit of muscle. And honestly, Depending on how you want to feel and how you want to look, my advice to you is just find something you would enjoy in the gym. Find a type of training that suits your your style and what you like to do, whether you're someone who enjoys lots of cardio, you like to lift weights. I'm always going to suggest lifting weights and then adding a cardio on top. But you need to find a solid solution that suits you and gets you to where you want to be so that you do not feel like you're getting completely out of shape, gaining too much body fat. And not looking and feeling your best because it is definitely possible. And that's exactly where I think that I'm the most effective because this is where I can relate to a lot of people, and a lot, especially people in America who play college sports, because that's a big bulk of my sporting experience. I'm gonna leave it there. Hopefully, that kind of helped people understand the process of how you can continue and be the best version of yourself after your sporting career is over because it can be difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to pretend that it's easy. But yeah, you could find a way. If you are a former athlete and you are struggling and you're not in the best shape and you do want to get better, you want to get fitter, you want to get stronger, you want to drop your body fat, or maybe you want to build some muscle mass and gain some weight, don't hesitate to hit me up. i will be more than happy to talk about ways that I can help you level up your health and your fitness. I've got I've coached over 100 people on the Spectrum Fit program and I can't wait to coach another 100 to get them amazing results, all right? Everything's done for you. I pretty much hold your hand to a result. All you need to do is be willing to put in the work. If you're lazy, then you'll always be lazy. But if you want to put in the work, trust me, this program will get you there and I... I'm a very demanding person, so I will demand high levels from you. And I like that because I think former athletes, they love that structure. So don't hesitate to shoot me a DM. My details are in the description at jeven.spectrumfit. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. If you are someone who has been struggling to get in shape, you want to lose some body fat, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to build some lean muscle mass as well as transforming your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media and just ping me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as you can. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and tag me. Okay, tag me. I really appreciate all the support. Watch out for next week's episode. See you later.